0: Hello everyone, I'm Paul. This is Gar. Christmas time. Helmet likes wine. It doesn't, but that is fine. This is, of
1: course, the Lost Art Podcast, which I forgot to mention at the very start, but the likelihood is you've read it, or you know about it as you've just clicked. I reckon (laughs) they know. I reckon they might know. Um, You might remember also that we did an episode called Don't You Forget About Me, that people really liked, where we took... uh, sort of recent tracks from bands that had been popular in popular in the 80s and 90s uh that to shout at they had still got the fucking chops to write a banger like and it was it was a really good playlist this is kind of the opposite yeah. this is these are bands who used to be great but just have uh, just got progressively worse yeah. in their career and they keep they keep at it and yeah, it's not stop. getting any it's not getting any better Yeah. now there's really really obvious ones here that we can't do because we've overdone them like yes, Coldplay, red hot chili peppers oasis yeah we've oh we did them too much. We can't really do it. And even offspring. Yeah. Another example of that. Um I had the Pesh mode in there because I'm not gonna lie to you. Know, I don't think that they've had a good album in fucking donkey. Yeah, in a long time, yeah. And that last album I couldn't even really pick a good, good song off. Yeah. There's a few okay songs. But yeah, so what we've done is we were gonna we're gonna play some songs. you know when you like when we play songs. We're gonna um yeah play like one of the ones that we think is our favourite. What I've done, you might have done it differently. Hmm. What I've done is pick a song from their first album and their very last album. Uh to see what what the difference is I enough mean,
0: here, I think. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of fucking
1: some people might think this is poxy. We do try and stay away from too much fucking negative shit. Like we did this the opposite one this is a positive song and they are probably bands we like as well, to be fair. Yeah, like, most of these, yeah. yeah. But uh, everyone has that, like, have you heard the new blah, blah, blah? And, like, because you're a big fan, go, you know what? I dropped out after this album yeah. or this album or I yeah. had enough So. That's my life.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah to be right fair, there. like, it's okay to just go through music hitting, like, on people's purple patches. I think yeah, that's yeah. all right. It does not have point.
0: to be balls deep for 20 years, like. It's
1: not can, like. You could take a break. It's not, it's not like a sports team or something. You don't have to stick with it. Yeah, them yeah. If you don't yeah, exactly. want to. You're born so, into um, it, like. Yeah, so uh, look, we've all had these bands that are, are artists that they are keeping at it. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't do, because that's literally their only job, maybe. But uh, we have to point out when things have gotten like just bad. Too much. At this stage, bad.
0: Yeah. So who's your first, uh, forget about me, yeah. forget about me, the opposite of don't you forget about exactly me. Exactly, yeah. Uh, my first was Kula Shaker. And
1: right.
2: oh,
0: you I, I dropped it. yeah, I dropped out of them as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty. I, I kind of I kept my toe in a tiny bit to be honest with you. Uh, I picked Temple of Everlasting Light off the first album. I think it's amazing, right? I love this song so much. So, I think what we're going to do is we're going to play a bit of the, the good song and a bit of what we think is a bad song. We're going to play a bit of sure. Both. Right. And um, so I picked te- Temple of Everlasting Light off the, off the first album called K. Now, Kula Shaker were an unusual kind of Britpop pop band in that they kind of came in. A little bit late. They, they were actually, they were formed in 1988, but they only really became coolish aker in like 1995. And this album, K came out in 1996. Now, like Oasis loved them. Noel Gallagher loved them and he took them on tour. Like their first proper yeah. tour was with Oasis and all this kind of malarkey. But they were always, because they mixed like Indian music, they were mad into sitars and um kind of Indian yeah. culture. Because your man, uh, Crispin, the singer, he was like kind of a private school Ray's kind of guy. I think he'd spent a lot of time in India. His family are originally from in India or something. His,
1: his family are... Um... Mad famous, like I think. Yeah, uh, his mad, famous parents like Yeah,
0: yeah. Fa- I think his mother and father were famous. His grandfather was like a consulate to the India or something like that yeah. as well. Back in the back in the bleeding the bad old Brits with whipstays, You know what I mean? Can I just say how bad
1: this sounds? Like the idea of a pop band doing Indian stuff sounds horrific. Yeah, it's not though. <laughs> it's
0: fucking deadly, and <laughs> that's so like cool. I
1: swear. Right, like, I wasn't really into Killswitch Shakers first album because that idea. I thought at the time the only people that should be doing that are the Beatles yeah. mixing the music and stuff like that because they can go horrifically wrong hmm. that, that kind of music is fucking baller it's deadly listening yeah. to that but mixing Definitely. it with this but when their second album came out it was when I yeah. was like that's now I know most of my mates prefer
0: the first album but yeah I like both of them equally the first album K I was obsessed with from the day it came out I bought it on release day I got that weird cardboard digipack version of the CD I must have worn it out I listened yeah. to it that much because um, I heard the song Hey Dude and I was like oh my god that's, that's a, proper, a good song yeah, a, isn't that a fucking uh, that's a Deep Purple song uh, Hush is the Deep Purple song they oh, released Hush sorry. as well yeah. they're done a cover of Hush yeah. um, which is actually a great cover as well and that's uh, that's not even a Deep a deep Purple song that's a cover as well of another guy I can't remember oh, right, it, right. that's a, a fucking coverception right there it's like a third a, <laughs> a cubed cover or something and um uh, pe- the second one is Peasant, Pigs and Astronauts. That came out in 1999. That's amazing. I think Rick Rubin had something to do with that. That's a fantastic album. Um It doesn't... It sounds almost as good as the first one. But this band suffered greatly by their own hand. Like, after Peasants, Pigs and Astronauts came out, they took a break for a couple of years. That's and they, what it is. Yeah, yeah. They took a couple of years off, I think, and then they came back... And they pumped out a couple of other albums, but they, they were never the same. Uh, let, let's just give, if anybody doesn't know who Coolish Shaker are, because realistically it's 1996 and we're, we're old, so we remember <laughs> yeah, all this. But if somebody is not our age or isn't a Britpop historian, you may not even remember who Coolish Shaker are. So I'm going play, to play a bit of a Temple of Everlasting Night, which is one of my favourite songs on this album. And it's unusual because I think it only does one verse and one chorus with this beautiful lead up. It's just kind of crescendo and then a little drop and the song's over. It's amazing. Uh, Mm -hmm. But this is called the Temple of Everlasting Light. of everlasting lie. Um it's really it's very, really are
1: really pleasant band to listen to. And I don't very mean much in a, in a, a fucking a fucking jeez oh, I'm so tired. In a patronizing way. Uh, yeah. I actually do like they're they're never they're never boring, old, yeah.
0: never boring. Yeah. It's always, it's, never boring, yes. Never boring. It's recorded beautifully, especially on headphones. Like they listen yeah. to this on phone. Um first of all like we're playing this into an app, but it's getting lost. Um and reencode it and all like the, when the playlist comes out, go and listen to this album just to listen how beautifully it's recorded. It's so earthy and warm, like it's it's yeah. it should be used as an example for anybody who wants to make kind of guitary jangly fucking rock. You know, it's just one of those like pinnacle recording albums for me. It's beautiful, but they came back anyway. Their last album is called <laughs> Jesus Christ. Their last album is called K Two Point Oh. I uh, you, you see
1: when people like this and. Another person who actually, I don't know if you have them on the list, actually, so I can't mention them. Um, start adding like this the old yeah. thing, but yeah. 2.0 or mm. two. Oh, it instantly makes me think, oh, yeah, that's... and
0: it's never worked. I don't know of any example no. of it ever working. So yeah. they came, they for, came back, unforgiven part two. Oh, brutal. <laughs> um, brutal. But they came, they after their break, they banged out another two or three albums. I, I, I again, I dip me toe in a little bit and I never. It was like they'd been slagged so much for doing the Indian thing that they kind of stripped a lot of it out. Now that like artwork for this album for K T. was amazing. They even used yeah. the same font that they use on the fourth album, and I don't think they'd used that since. Do you know what I mean? You know
1: what? I didn't like. I think it was two thousand and fifteen when I went back to do a, a checkup on Cooler Shaker, and it only got two Bs. Yeah. Since. So I I haven't heard this album. I didn't even know they had an album after this because yes, I not heard good they
0: Anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not good whatsoever. I'm gonna play a tiny bit of it here just to have a listen. This yeah. is like everything that you don't want from Kula Shaker uh, in in one song. This is called Holy Flame. Day and night go
2: passing by. That's
1: coffee and TV.
2: Sometimes I dream
3: the stars in the stream. I ran away and joined the traveling fair, but it was just a doorway to nowhere. When I rushed back on the bus, you had left on a train. I'm stuck in place. Give
2: me coffee, and tea.
0: I can't. I play anymore. But that's, like, that's absolutely it is coffee and TV. Absolutely coffee and TV <laughs> uh, and it has no it has no redeemed oh, yeah. value whatsoever. That's really right?
1: that's really fucking
0: real bad. Like a slice <laughs> of bread bad. with no butter on it. Exactly. It's so. Mm. It's just like this kind of weird countryish garage. It's 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 not good. I um, literally kept thinking it was good, <laughs> so give me coffee, coffee and TV. Yeah, 100 percent It's not it's not good. Uh, the album, there's a couple of things in the album that are decent, uh, but it's still it's nothing like the fourth two. Nothing like it at all. Like they mm-hmm. spent so many years building this sound, this cool kind of sitars and cool little guitar licks guitar licks yeah. that have um, I'm full and tired as well. I had a giant curry. Twenty so minutes. I'm rolling around. Here. I'm having trouble breathing. We've said like that we weren't going to do a podcast after we have curries, but we keep doing it. Doing it. Listen, time is precious at the moment. <laughs> even though it's all we have, and uh, yeah. I do nothing for eighty percent of the day, and then I try to squeeze everything into the remaining twenty percent. But um, they so sort they of spent years trying to get the sound together, and I, they nailed it for two albums. And what happened was they were slagged so much because they were kind of posh. And yeah, they, they every, every article was like posh cunts, yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah. I, I know a fella who went to man Crispin's gaff years ago, back in the height of them being years, like 1997 or something. And I, he went to a gaff a house party in his house, and apparently he had, he had these uh tables, these giant big like oak wooden tables in his living room and they had these big like scoops taken out like bowls built into the tables like serving bowls built into the tables and apparently like each bowl was like full with like different types of weed and pills and cocaine and fucking MDMA and like that was a party and his gaff was just like whatever you want lads it's free he did seem sound enough though like in interviews decent enough a like, fella. For a posh lad who... He, he gave this interview where he said like, listen, when I went to public school they said it was common. When I went to private school... I'm sorry, when I went to... Yeah, when I went to public... Private school they said I was fucking posh and I went to uh, fucking public school said it was common. Like, I never felt... Uh, At home anywhere and uh, yeah. what I wanted to do. And I said, I just go to make music as opposed to like following in my parents' footsteps of whatever they were artists or whatever the fuck it was and are traveling like my grandfather and all this. Thing. Like, so I just want to be in a band. That's all I ever wanted to do. And listen, the first two Kiela Shaker albums are fucking great. They're fucking great. And there's a couple of bits and bobs and the other things that are okay, but they never, they never found that sound. Like once they broke up and they got back together again, I think they tried to avoid um, some of the Indian feel and some of the kind See, of See, what of I it. don't
1: get why bother avoiding that when it's what you're known for. That's and you're you. very good. You're very Start good. A new at it. Band. I Start don't a think- new band. I don't think that it was uh, a time sort of constrained. No, uh, at all. I think that was just a thing they can still do and it's all
0: right. No one had done that since the Beatles, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. People no have done, well. done it well. Nobody's done it well. These lads nailed it, you know? Anyway, that's yeah. a coolish Edgar. That was Temple of Everlasting Light, which is amazing. Holy Flame, which is copying TV. Um, it's just no, not good. It really was. It's just yeah. not good. Who was your yeah. first one?
1: My first one is a band who I used to love, but now, if you say to people who like this band, they think you're a sap. <laughs> But think about it, right, in the 80s, right, the mm. mid-80s, you'd be wearing T-shirts with this band on it. Oh, yeah. And now if you wore a T-shirt, people would think, are you a housewife who is still thinking of that time she went to the pub 14 years ago? And yeah, and the night she had. Uh, so yeah. it's Bon Jovi. Yeah. And Bon Jovi, to me, like, I still really like Bon Jovi. Yeah. And I think that... People have wrecked Bon Jovi more than Bon Jovi, although they haven't really helped themselves too much, you know? Yeah, I'm so, on that. So I'm going to play a song from the first album. Not a lot of people know much of the first two albums. Yeah. Because it was really the tour when Slippery Went Wet. Slippery yeah, when that Went broke them, system.
0: yeah. I think it's 86, 85, 86. Yeah. Um, this track you um, picked is a, is a killer it's it's
1: their first ever single, yeah, it's and it's so almost good. a little bit not Bon Joviish. It's almost yeah. like them trying to still find their sound. Yeah. But my God, this is one straight up start to finish incredible song, killer, like killer. It's a little bit dated, even in terms of like where Bon Jovi went two like a yeah. year later. Yeah, it's even like they even got it's even sounds out. Like they get a year later. Yeah, it but seems to, to be like, on the st-
0: cusp of two yeah. different styles. Like you know, yes. I'm gonna hit that go here, yeah. and because uh, this is killer, I'm gonna listen to this. It's like somewhere between Meatloaf and Van Halen I love it it reminds me of yeah like somewhere between do
1: you know where they ended up I think they ended up somewhere between Journey and Motley Crue yeah I think so because it did, has yeah. a feel of that but they had like a bit of fucking dirt to them as well yeah. like Slippery went wet come on they call it. your album that like you call your album that you know what you're fucking around with like of course they had a bit of a like a Bad Medicine is one of the best rock oh, songs of all time so it's good. Just, it's really like and it, they're and they're really likeable band they never I don't think ever did anything real shitty or anything. You know what I mean? Mm. They are probably, in essence, turned out to be a little bit too like nicey-nice. Too nice, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Whatever. Like they, they were just, I swear, in as a teenager, up until these days, in 1995 mm. even, I was into them. Because these days, is not a bad song. Mm. And it's not a bad... That's the kind of... They're touching on a bit of grunge, maybe. They're, mm. they're thinking about it. They're influenced by it. And it was really the album before that, though, Keep the Faith, that I was, like, into it. I was actually really yeah. into all the other ones, but I was really into uh That, that had the cheesy fucking songs on it. Yeah. It had the ballads. That had, like, uh, Bed of Roses and... And mm.
0: uh,
2: there in a yeah. bed of roses... And the song, song the, as well.
0: the song Keep the Faith is deadly as well. Yeah, they have some great um, stuff. And he has some great solo stuff as well.
1: Yeah, but... It, so that's, like... What is it? one, two three
0: that's about five
1: albums in. But mm-hmm. then, I, when I, I know when the time I went, no, nah, I've had enough of these. And that was the, the album 2000 Crush. Because that had uh, It's My Life. Oh. Dun, dun. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's, it's my life. So, it like,
0: that,
1: sounds, yeah, that, that sounds like Anastasia or something. It's not yeah. really. I actually yeah. like Anastasia, but you know, it's not. If she did it, that's Grant. Yeah, it's not Bon be like now, and they're moving towards this sort of middle of the road, uh, dad rock kind of dad stuff, rock, yeah. But like, John man, Bond, why this, are you doing this? this? This is something we have to ask in, in each of these situations is what what were their choices? Yeah. You have to to be fair to these bands, something actually I forgot to, to write down. I, I'm just thinking about it now. What were their choices? So, you had Aerosmiths who were sort of in the same boat, right? Mm. Who did a really good job of reinventing themselves for grunge because they decided to do a tongue in cheek like stuff with yeah their videos and so they yeah we we talked before i think they were on keeping up with the kids actually they were yeah, we, talk, yeah, where yeah, we talked where we talked whether whether it was good or bad what they did metallic might have been yeah. there as well but um they were in the same boat around the same time and bon jovi actually probably ended up more popular yes and aerosmith did definitely doing the grungy kind of stuff yeah. but Man, that grunge era, Aerosmith, I love it. Like, yeah. I really love that. Like, Living on the Edge and Blind Man and all that stuff. Mm. I really... Because they, they they weren't the same band as Bon Jovi, though. So this is not a great example. They started off as a blues rock band who that's were already right, yeah. kind of tongue-in-cheek. But, um. so that's what they did. What Bon Jovi did uh, definitely sold bazillions. Like, yep. It's My Life, and then the one after it, is the one that really, really hurts me. Actually, it might have been two after it, and that was uh It's my life. not it's my life. Fucking have a nice day.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, I remember. That. I had the little smiley face logo going on. Uh, awful, like yeah. And fuck off, cover and yeah. everything. So n- let's shoot forward to twenty twenty. <laughs> now, where he, like he's made an album in a pandemic. And it, in his in his defense, he's a fucking really nice guy. As he seems to be mad sound down to earth. Uh, the songs, there's a song on it for George Floyd as well. I'm just going to stay away from that because even yeah. though I think it's not a good song, um, I'm not going to be fucking shitting on that. Yeah. But here's the one where he's singing about a pandemic now. And just see where this, yeah, I know, right? So l- give this a listen. This is called uh, Do What You
0: Can. Do What You Can. All right, here we go. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it. It's, bad. It's, bad. it's a bad song. Turn this off. I don't like it. I <laughs> don't like um, it. It's it's not even a possible country and western song. It's it's not. What it sounds like it sounds like uh, if you made a, a shitty YouTube TV show. And you didn't have any mates who are musicians. So you signed up to some sort of like stock music <laughs> yeah. thing. And for, for, for $20 a month, you have access to loads of music that Kunst just put up Taxi there. Dot, taxi.com. Is that like what that? it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And John Bon Jovi was like, oh, lads, it's a pandemic. I'm going to bang out a fucking Pandemica. That's what I'm going to do. And it's just like, I have all the lyrics written already, but like, the, I can't be arsed getting musicians in write music. The A second that started, or, yeah. yeah, the <laughs> second I heard that fucking I, went, I instantly meant like, I've oh, heard that before because that's used in ads and TV shows in the background. Yeah. And it's also
1: I, maybe when you're playing that style where your fingers would naturally go to next, it's
0: just and <laughs> then that the fucking <laughs> kicks in. I go, yeah. absolutely not. It literally sounds like uh, someone else's song they stripped the karaoke vocals out of. Yeah, that's no good, man. No, uh, no bueno. I don't like it. So, so uh, <laughs> no,
1: so like what I'm saying is that for, you can actually pinpoint the downfall of their music, uh, and while well, some people still like it and go to the gigs and like. I don't know what kind <laughs> of show they put on now because he's obviously not lepping around in a Yeah, but they're going le- to hear the
0: fucking El Bangers, man. You know what I mean? True. They're not going yeah. to hear this. He wants to play this. It's our Ooh, new album. Who wants to hear but, that? I know.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. So you're going to that gig, right? The wind so blows. What, what bon Jovi now have put out probably more bad albums than good. That's, so that's, that's the essence of what almost, is, yeah. that's the essence of this episode, really. Yeah. yeah. So they're a fine example again. I'm not mad against Bon Jovi, but they are one whose quality have dropped off to the point <laughs> where maybe we should have called this "Give Up Making Music." Just <laughs> it. Give
0: up your L sins. Yeah. sins. Give up your <laughs> <The> old. Give up The playlist.
1: <laughs> My mammy said I'm gonna get cold for Christmas, but I think that's okay because I'm cold in the gaff.
0: Exactly. Okay. <laughs> We're freezing, and I like bread and butter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who's your next one? Forget My about me. next one is Rob Zombie. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Rob Zombie. Listen, White Zombie are great. Mm. Uh, everybody, yeah. everybody likes alternative music, heavy music, whatever. Likes loads of White Zombie. Uh, yeah, like they're a
1: very, very likeable band. I love them. Yeah,
0: they they're just fun, you know. Uh, they kind of... They, they stumbled upon uh, some sort of werewolf boogie style of fucking music. And yeah. uh, it, it's 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 basically... What I always liked about Rob Zombie and what I liked about White Zombie is that it's essentially a more socially acceptable version of Psycho Billy. Like, they talk about all the exact same things. The cunts look almost identical. They're all wearing, like, cowboy hats and fucking cow skin jackets and shit like that. It's literally yeah. Psycho Billy and what Rob Zombie and White Zombie done. They're almost interchangeable, bar the music. And yeah. um, they, like, they sing about the exact same things. It's always about Frankenstein on Route 66 in a pink Cadillac. It's the same... <laughs> Yeah It's the well, same shit well, Like and The Girls Are Demons Yeah It's the same thing You know She had a pussy from hell And hair from heaven <laughs> It's the same shit It's the same Literally <laughs> Psychobilly and White Zombie music It's exactly it So I was it's like fun It's, it's, it's great fun. Exactly So when Rob Zombie Decided that like I don't need this band And i just going to put out music That's the exact same as White Zombie For a while Yeah And no one even noticed Right
1: I didn't know. Uh, I I did like now I I know you know what I noticed but I still really liked it. Yeah, I even made a massive Rob Zombie fan. I remember at a party, wouldn't before I stuck on Dragula and he went yeah. knocked that off will you. That's shite and I went, you're a massive Rob really? Zombie fan, and he went, yeah, that's shite I went, are you serious, man? And yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah, and he was being mad, like he got real fucking takeover. over." Really? and I See, was all, like, and I was hey, like, that's... man, I think he. I, I was like, I was like that's good. And he went, no, it's not. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's the end of that conversation. Yeah, say you're, like getting, you're getting, you're getting salute hilarious. and walk
0: away. Um, yeah. I was real fucking pissed off about it. I was like, okay. I don't hear the difference between any white zombie stuff, barred of early, early kind of garagey white zombie stuff and anything off hell, deluxe. the uh, looks to me. That yeah, okay. Yeah. One. I'll give you that. You, you, you could, you could wrap that up, but then then after that the quality. After started, that he started. Massively. Yeah, there was, there's a big dip after Hell will the massive <laughs> dip. Yeah, and um, let's just play a sub of hell. this play like his biggest song. This is this is fucking dragula because it's, it's a, a killer song. It's it's yeah, a rapper, and it would absolutely fit into anything in the mids to like our white zombies. Uh back catalog. no No, wouldn't. <laughs> In Cadillac on Route 66 yeah. with a werewolf in tow and it's ch-
1: same. It's, it's, it is a banger. It's a banger but, and it's fun. i mean into it. I'm it all did over start. It. It. it did start to lose um, fucking momentum when you when you take out Sean Sultan and, and mm. Jay, the guitar player. Mm. they they were really good at what they did, yep. and they are. And White Zombie, like apparently, like it seems like he just went, you know, like fuck off for this whole band. He could have. Uh, hard to work with people as well possibly
0: oh yeah absolutely been a million interviews we don't we we've we done a podcast that he was in a, a month or two ago and we got we got really into details. So i'm not gonna t- tonight we're not gonna go into yeah yeah, yeah um but uh, yeah he, he pulled out a lot of other albums as rob zombie none of them are particularly great again there's moments on it that make sense and you're like this is actually pretty good this is all right but it's different he has he doesn't have a band to filter shit through um like I said on Hellbilly, it, se- it seems like he was like, "I don't need this band. I write the songs anyway." When uh, I have a lot of songs left over that, that realistically yeah. could have been White Zombie songs, and he got such a great head start of a push off this that, like, like I said, I didn't even fucking notice. This when was I,
1: bigger. This could have been bigger than this was bigger than White Zombie, right? Uh, maybe. Like I'm trying to think of it because at the time, to- at the time when you're like. Into rock, you can't see it from the outside. You can't see what comes through. Maybe this is bigger
0: than any of the kind of Astro Creep
1: stuff. Maybe. Maybe it might have been. I honest because he got straight onto the soundtrack with like what was it, The Matrix or something like that? With (laughs) regular
0: well, this is where I think he turned to Shy is that he started banging out movies and he was like, My movies are doing all right, but my albums aren't selling great. So if I keep pumping out albums and start throwing some music on my films then maybe I'll pick up some fucking new fans. Um, and for every film I release, I going to release an album as well. And it's not good. And the names, the names of the songs get so, like this next song, oh, fuck my life. Um, what is the name of this song even? I'm gonna have to have It's so big, it doesn't show on the screen. I have to open up my phone to read it out the <laughs> Yeah. Right? <laughs> every song becomes this absolute fucking disaster. Let me open this. i view album. Alright. So this song is called Dead City Radio and the New Gods of uh, it doesn't even show up the New Gods of something. I mean founders of
1: Super of Supertown.
0: Supertown. There you go, right? Um now of Supertown. Okay, well that's a Jack Ker- that's a Jack Kirby quote. Uh the New Gods was a Jack Kirby comic book he created and drew. What about the the song that comes before this Teenage Nosferatu Pussy Yeah yeah, there you go The name of this album is Venomous Rat Regeneration Vendor Like there's no Mm. need for that there's no need for that whatsoever. The only um, people that
1: are allowed to do that are uh, Typo Negative, big, big long song titles,
0: 30 Yeah, ones. Th- th- This is not good. Even every single album, I know it's a solo thing and it's Rob Zombie, but he has to have a picture of him in the front of it, which always bothers me. Always gets to be. You know, do you know when
1: the point I knew he was, and I remember loads of my mates being pissed off at as well. So he released his second album, his second album, like a couple of years after. Yeah. Before, sort of like that. But then real soon after that, within two years, he'd done the greatest hits of a mix of, White zombie and his own stuff dirty, together, Dirty mouth Yeah,
0: Dirty mouth and that's shouldn't it, like, be allowed.
1: If you think about it, that uh, pre- past, present, future is a, is a solid fucking like it's a double. Oh yeah, album. yeah, yeah, definitely uh, will be. And um,
0: like of of all the best stuff, but yeah. it's real like it was me all along, vibe off You know, one hundred percent. That's that's what I think. Like with Helmbly, Deluxe, he essentially stole his own sound, leaving his band unemployed. Like yes, exactly. Like he turned around. Like, I don't need you. I'll do this in the white zombie style because that's selling. And I'll do it on my own. I get to keep all the money and I get to make all the decisions because maybe yeah. someone in the band, maybe they were offered like soundtracks and shit before and they were like, no, we don't want to sell out. And Rob Zombie's like, oh, yeah. no, I need to buy a load of laser discs, lads. So I ain't going to sell <laughs> out. No problem. Because I'm fun. I'm making you know, a lot of garbage movies.
1: I didn't think that I did that before is the best of Sting and the Police together.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that know. again they're Dorothy Mills man Noel yeah. Rogers and Sheik maybe yeah the the maybe but <laughs> that that's Dorothy Mills as well Eric Clapton and Cream like it you can't do it you just can't do it unless yeah. unless there's an agreement with the rest of the band that they're going to get a percentage of sales based on their input uh their creative input on the songs on that album and yeah. fingers crossed it's the same record label you know that's the only way you can um You'd be able to work it out. I'm going to play a bit of this Dead City Radio on the Oh news. yeah, That's this is the new tower. one. Right? This is actually, I think I need to jump in a bit on this, do we? Um, because I was going to just fucking hit play in it, but somebody has have, he's a, he's a bastard for a big long intro, is a is El Zombie. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna drag her forward a tiny bit. Just listen to this. This is not good. Radio has changed our lives, and
2: it's our lives.
0: This is Rob Zombie trying to do Gary Glitter. Oh, yeah.
1: Then Lizzie Chinatown there.
0: Like you can hear that it's not really a song. It's a lot of bits no. he had that like he glued not, together.
1: That sounds, at best, a filler track. Of 100%. What- like yeah second album but also you can't rob the fucking guitar lick from yeah, no, 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 no.
0: yeah exactly yeah and even when you start bringing like that Hammond in Hammond has to be used was very particular or else it sounds like every other song that's ever had a Hammond on it
1: you know yeah also I'm of the sort of school of don't bring the Hammond organ into like the second half of the song yeah that's more, let it build, build more build, build, more, build. more appreciated then yeah, yeah exactly yeah. You know what? There's the best, one of the best, it's actually more of a tree organ I think, that comes in. That song Counterfeit by Limp Bizkit, where mm. they bring it in in the second verse. Mm. And it just makes, Jesus Christ, just adding that. I, man, I swear to God, it's a very underrated instrument for just adding an extra layer oh, where yeah. you think it was going to come out. Now it's tricky to get the right sound, but yeah. yeah. But that's, that's it, just, just added <laughs> in. Like you said, for, uh, the,
0: the Hammond has a particular kind of sonic... Like layer to it That nothing else touches So it fills up This kind of gap In the sound That you didn't know Needed to be filled When yeah. it's, So when it's used properly It's it's fucking beautiful But that's yeah. not a good song Mid, No uh, it's not Dead sea it, I don't not think It's
1: that bad I, don't, I listen to it I don't think it's that bad But it is a fucking prestige
0: Yeah it, it's, it's it's him Doing his abs- If he ripped off his band To get a sound For his first album This album came out In geez, 2013 That's from um, I think Not he has a new too one
1: long ago in terms of him. Like, that's 10 years after, uh, 10, that's 11, year, 11 or 12 years. Hell Billy was first 98. Song. Oh, fucking really? Yeah, yeah, hell, Billy's 98. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, now he had put solo stuff out before that. he done a song, he wrote a song for him and Alice Cooper. That was his first ever proper solo song. And I think that done all right. So, I was like, oh, i go solo, and I feel like a pass on that song. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't mind. Uh, Alice Cooper, either, but like yeah. he he said it himself that he his biggest idol. We, we we covered this in the podcast was Alice Cooper. He was obsessed with Alice Cooper, and uh, like Dead City Radio and the New Gods of Super As I said, that's a Jack Kirby comic book from the sixties. Uh Actually, Ooh. quite a good, quite a good one. I don't I don't know what Dead City Radio is. Like the lyrics there, he's talking about. Fucking lanterns and the green lanterns, lantern like because <laughs> like, he's mad into all this kind of pop culture shit as well. As, like, you, th- you think I'd be all over this, but I, so I just if don't I'm like trying it. to think
1: like what he could have done, he actually could have done anything, yeah. He could have done straight up metal, he could have done country, yep. And he didn't actually stray that far away from what he'd been doing. So, he could, so what he's done is uh, was outdated at that yep. stage, yeah, it was too late. 2013, way too late. So, so yeah, he, he's not only released kind of faff, he hasn't even tried.
0: Yeah, but he's, then he's cloning stuff. He kind of, not stole, but replicated. So it's a, yeah. it's a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's the Unibomber's manuscript. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's almost pointless. It's a deep fried meme of itself. Exactly. So that's, uh, that's Rob Zombie. I couldn't give a shit either way. He seems like a prick, but the first <laughs> album is killer. Uh, yeah. Who's your next one?
1: Uh, my next one is someone who could never, ever have done better than his first album. Ever.
0: I see it there. Couldn't My nipples are hard thinking about it. I can't. My like, nipples are itchy. He <laughs> it couldn't
1: it Couldn't have reproduced this Um, no. But he did okay up until a point. Yeah. When he stopped. And not only did it <coughs> not even just become possible, it became just kind of bad. So DJ Shadow is who I'm talking about. And his first album, Introducing, yeah. is, is literally no 12. fun out the most perfect thing you'll ever hear in your life. Yeah,
0: 15 out of 10 it
1: is it's it's yeah you'd have to come up with a new uh a new kind of scoring system yeah. for that because that uh, people listen to a lot now called this thing called lo-fi beats to chill and work there or whatever like that this is like this is where it dad, comes from the like, daddy yeah. of all that Yeah. and it's just every note in this makes me and it's some dark bits in it and yeah, it's, it's mostly cr- just this incredible sort of sample
0: based hip-hop it's, it's not trip-hop really up. is it it's he calls it hip-hop but it's yeah definitely... it's
1: not it's it's not really trip-hop but it has element. it's it's starting, definitely it, it helped though um he had then um the private press which is yeah, good like it's good yeah if you only have a certain amount of time after because you've probably been working on introducing for fucking for years it's say yeah. getting those samples and then of course the album with uncle and james Lavelle, uh science fiction is yeah. deadly and maybe i don't stick with DJ Shadow albums enough but every time one would come out I'd be less and less into it and it was just really starting to disintegrate Yeah, uh, I
0: remember when The Outsider came out and I was really excited and I went out and bought The Outsider and listened to that's it. the like, really
1: shocking one isn't it
0: it's so bad Yeah, it that's is the shocking fucking one. abysmal
1: I wanted to pick a song off that to prove the, the
0: level and drop because this new one is actually not that as bad as that 50-50 it's, but it's mad different the first half of the album is so different from the second half of the album yeah, it's, it's mental. Is it the second
1: half is it the second half? The
0: second half, second half's better. The second half is closer yeah. to his original sound, and the fourth one's like synthwave stuff. Yeah,
1: but I listened to some of the synthwave and I was like, "What is that? It's not great. Like- it's not even good." And then the song I picked now it was is the most skippable track I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Uh, so if we'll give people a little blame of the. If, the, if if you, you don't know it of the really really and it's not it's hard to pick a song off this yeah. album because they're all brilliant but i picked a really obvious one but just for new people
0: that may not be into dj shadow okay so where we got dj shadow right there. here we go
4: insight foresight more sight the clock on the wall Reads a quarter past midnight
0: Fucking tops off that bit. Yeah. (laughs) so fucking good i talked about it before i think i think i might have said it probably 10 times at this stage but the worst gig i was ever at my entire life yeah Uh, dj shadow and cook chemist worst thing i ever saw ever and i've seen some dirt in my day lad uh (laughs) it's honest to god it was fucking painful it was in the ambassador i talked about the ambassador before that it used to be a cinema so the floor wasn't flat it was at an angle and it was so long and so fucking boring that, like, by the end of it, I was nearly crippled. I, I'd say that's the reason my legs are fucked now is because of that gig. um. But it was part of this tour where yeah. they asked people to bring in seven inches. They were like, bring in whatever you find at home, fuck them up on the stage, and we'll mix with them for a couple of hours. And I, I, Me and my youth was like, that sounds unreal. Because him and Cook Chemist are about, about unreal scratchers. So, yeah. now, I, I wouldn't watch a gig of just cunt scratching. I want to hear music. I was, I was hoping they were going to have, like, some stock records with some, like, trippy beats on them and they'd add bits in or whatever.
1: So, yeah, like, it's okay to play music that you know is going to work out on the fucking stage. Yes.
0: (laughs) But they ended up, like, someone threw up, you know, The Best of Bleeding, Donald Duck, that type of shit, you know, Porky Pig does the blues. Uh so you get all this fucking like what the fuck like I walked over I think after two <laughs> hours I was like I can't do this anymore <laughs> two hours though to be yeah. fair you 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 gave it a, you gave it a go I gave it a good shot but it wasn't good but that introducing yeah. like even the cover of it there's something about it like
1: it's it's, that, it's you know what it, is? it captures that feeling of that never gets old yeah. when you walk into a record shop
0: oh rooting through a record shop like especially a new record shop oh and the smell yeah. the smell of dirt and Sweaty and Men. Finding
1: something that was huge to you in the yeah. 90s that no one else gave a shit about. Yeah. Oh. And you go, fuck, that's why this hasn't been bought yet. Exactly. Because I'm, was, this I'm was here one. for me. Exactly. This it's was put here funny. for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So
1: that, that's that's really cool. That's happened to me a few times. You're like, yeah. I feel like, I don't believe in fate, but every now and then when that stuff happens, you're like, that was fate. Um, Almost certainly. So this double album is not about a really terrible example of uh, DJ Shadow, Arpethetic uh came out last year. It mm. uh, Has run the jewels. Nas, Nas is another person we could have had on this
0: list. A oh, big time, big time. Now, what That's I'll the, say, what I'll say before you talk about the, this particular DJ Shadow album, I don't, don't have much to say when I walk away. He put out, he put out um, uh, 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 an EP called, I think it's called, "The Mountain Has Fallen," and yeah. it's got. Um, it's got, I think, Killer Mike on one song and it's got Nas on another. Now they're not the songs that are on this Our Pathetic Age, right. app, they're different. And so he put out uh, The Mountain Has Fall, The Mountain Will Fall, I think, is, was uh, the name of the EP. And then he released like a remix called the, the Mountain Has Fallen. And everything on it's only four tracks on it. Everything on it is fucking 10 out of 10. Really? Like, he he stumbled upon gold for one year. See, I
1: didn't know that See, Now I feel bad because he's on this no, list of people. No, it's, making
0: it, it's literally a once off. <laughs> Because when he jumped back into this aeropatetic age, like, you're dead right. It's not, it's not up to snuff, like. It's not good mm. enough. Especially because, like, what he had done before it. Like, he struck gold again. And he didn't, like, no one turned around and said, like, that's really good, man. Why didn't you yeah. do an album at that? Instead, he, like, he, he he done this thing. DJ Shadow had this fucking horrible thing where people were not not slagging him, but people were like, sure, he's only a mixer. He's a remixer. He's not a musician. Like he's taking all these samples and cutting up records and making. Well, I'll tell
1: you right now, it's easier to do music than it is to do that. Right? That's incredibly it is. That's, complicated,
0: definitely. Yeah. So, what he'd done with stuff like The Outsider and even like the, uh, there was one or two other albums where he, he was writing the music. Like, he'd bring in bands and he'd get keyboards and he, he,
1: he
0: yeah. 100% created the music and none of it was very good. Like, so for that Milton for the that, that album or that EP, the mountain Will Fall or whatever, um, he went back to his roots of like sampling yeah. and cutting stuff up and it's so good. But on this aeropathetic Gage, like like I so half of it is just his attempt at this weird kind of synth wavy kind of eighties throwback stuff, and then he slowly morphs it into into kind of his his cut up kind of style and it's a bit better. Like it's still not great, but it's a bit better. Um, yeah. But yeah, dead right. Like this album is compared to introducing like, it's, it's yeah, right this, this has uh ghost killer, De La Soul and one
1: yeah. I don't think uh, the
0: De La Soul song. All
1: right. Actually, if I think, uh, I think North the De La
0: Soul 30. song is all right, but to be yeah. honest with you, if you get anybody in the Wu-Tang to do something now, you forget it. Like that, that, that hasn't been yeah. a good Wu-Tang album in fucking Jesus. There's another, band the huh? There's, another version. There's another band we could do for this, quite well. possibly. Like, but even the the the, the from Wu Tang, their solo albums, like, everybody's first solo album from Wu Tang is fucking great, and yeah. second second one on is garbage because they they all they all start smelling their own shui, and they were like, we don't need RZA to do anything for us anymore. We we'll get yeah. these other lads in, and then all of a sudden, and, like, just another rapper, you know. And the the
1: uh, the fucking sort of phoning it in big time it's gonna happen when you you're not sitting in your bedroom anymore exactly you have to go be out you've got you have yeah. a full-time actually you have more than a full-time job you yeah. have a full-time job with overtime that creates yourself so or makes you so that creating goes sort of second nature Absolutely. Or sorry 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 takes a backseat i mean to uh to touring and just promoting yourself yeah and that, when you when you only have to create, when you have all that time and you have zero expectation, zero
0: fans, that's when you can't go wrong, and it's gonna be it's a great period for anyone. Yeah, absolutely. Gold. That's why most so, people's debut albums are super, and the second yeah. ones, the second ones they either had enough left over to make a decent second yeah. album, you know, but it's by the tour. Everybody's third album is nearly always shy. Yeah, Nearly that's what to me How do you like, write the in the C-bone back of a van? And a yeah. few of them, yeah. How do you write in the that's... back of a van when you're you're breaking out every night and I just want to go to bed and yeah. get you know? He was he was asked to do um DJ Shadow was asked
1: to do a remix of the whole White Pony album by Deftones. Jesus! But he only ended up doing um Digital Bat. Okay. And everyone I know is like, what what's this? Like mm. it's not just me. I like, I'm like, that's an incredible song. It's one of my favorite Deftones songs. It's great. I played on Saturday. And, <laughs> And um, oh yeah, you did a certain yeah. and and uh, and I don't know, man. So give this a listen. This this is one of, like if I, if if someone said to me this is New Jersey Shadow, I wouldn't check out the rest of the album at all. Yeah.
0: So this is Juggernaut, yeah, yeah. All right, Juggernaut, That's so bad. Chuck chat chuck chuck
4: chuck 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 or not my name is my name is Chuck 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 or not chuck 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 chuck
2: Switch Switch, Switch.
0: fucking brutal. Like, it's brutal. That's shy. It's shocking. I remember maybe, when I maybe, heard it first time, yeah. it, it, I, I remember going, what in the name of fuck is that? Why didn't his fucking producer or AR go in the studio go, like, you, they can't put that on. Like, give that away for in the internet. Like.
1: If people f- even want
0: to. Nobody. And if you release that song, there shouldn't be a song on your album that if it was leaked on the internet two months early, wouldn't embarrass you. And if that was leaked onto the internet two, three months early, everybody go. Everybody would go like, "Whatever the fuck you do, do not get that DJ Shadow album." Like, yeah, I've heard it.
1: I've heard a track off that, and it I literally sounds unfinished. It's, it sounds like someone playing with a new so- software, a new synth for the That's first what it sounds like
0: pressing pad buttons. Yeah. My name, my 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 absolute yeah. dire shit. Now I will give that a from when the mountain falls or something oh, yeah yeah the, the Nas track in particular is just fucking unreal. i'll give it a
1: go but, but for me every time i just I, i'm not, i'm set up i don't be disappointed anymore because i'm not expecting that from dj shadow anymore yeah
0: exactly he had his so, moments unfortunately yeah
1: so that's why i picked him and me um who's your next one
0: uh my next one is easy yeah
1: so uh, i don't know if we ever really liked these i
0: stuff. love fucking Every single bar that Easy E ever done with NWA, even the crap ones. Right. Definitely. I love them. He he has such a charm and he has such a fucking like almost childlike wonder about the way he gets his dick sucked and the way he reloads his guns. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's just just something about the way Easy E saw the world that I, I can appreciate. And uh so but listen, here's what we're going to do before we even talk about fucking Easy E. We have to Both listen to this
3: quick at about noon It is a just I, I had to be in Compton soon I gotta get drunk before the day begins Before my mother starts bitching About my friends About to go and damn near went blind Young to get at the pad throwing up gang signs Ran in the house and grabbed my clip With the Mac 10 on the side of my hip Bailed outside and pointed my weapon just as I thought, the fools kept stepping. Jumped in the foe, hit the juice on my ride. I got front and back, and side to side. Then I let the Alpine play, play. play. Open new this shit, buying WA. It was gangster, gangster at the top of the list. Then I played my old issue. shit. It went something like this Cruising down the street in my 6'4. Jocking the freaks, clocking the dough. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoop. A car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh
0: El Camino. For some reason I picked the fucking uh, diehard. Oh man, worse when
1: you do that when you're DJ and yeah, you're like some some George uh, Carlin <laughs> guy. So
0: cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Christian gangster rap I, DJ. I a, uh, yeah, apologies for that. I'm not even going to change on the playlist. We're going to keep it the same. Or no, that's yeah, makes sense. <laughs> but like, um, that's I, just it time. Time. I apologize for. It. I thought I just. I thought I got it. Um, <laughs> it remixed and edited. All right. I thought it was just because that song's like six and a half minutes long. I thought they just yeah. maybe trimmed it down. No, they didn't. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I love ECE. I love that early Easy e stuff. Um, but Easy e was a product of whoever was around him. He wasn't necessarily a, a, a gifted rapper. He couldn't rap. He wasn't a gifted producer. He couldn't produce. He was just one of these blokes who people kind of like being around them because shit would happen all the time. So he was a drug dealer, gun drug dealer. And he was fun, you know? Force of his kind. Yeah. He was the, like prototype gangster rapper. He invented it. And... um uh, so when when Ice Cube left and Dr Dre left, like and he's left with, with Ren and Yella and like Arabian Night was gone at this stage, like so, uh, like he was left right for like him to bounce off because he wasn't writing his own rhymes, he wasn't producing his own stuff, so he was a victim of whoever the fuck was around. Yeah. but he was also he didn't very even want popular to do he, didn't? he didn't want to do it at the start no, he just wanted to be like a manager or like be involved yeah. and putting something together he liked the music but they kind of forced him kind of into it because they knew they knew by looking at it, it was like man people are going to love you Eric people are going to love you you could be easy E. Like everybody knows is you 'cause you're a dealer and you have guns and you have the respect of the streets. And we're like re- go back and look at what like Dr. Dre looked like before he joined NWA. It's like sequin fucking silk shorts and oh
1: yeah, I remember you know that I mean? from like,
0: He's one of those yeah. like zip zap DJs, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Move your body to the beat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's one of them. Like these are embarrassing looking fellas. Even Ice Cube looked fucking chamois as fuck, you know, yeah. with his jerry coral like greasy neck. Like the- so, I still think that so cool. easy <laughs> It, but
1: it does. It suits him, and I think he made that cool, is what I'm trying
0: to say. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But um, so again, Easy was uh, was definitely a product of whoever was around. And Ice Cube gone, Dre gone. Um, like, listen, here's the way I put it. Right, Doctor Dre and Ice Cube are so talented, especially back then. They're so talented that if me and you hung around with them, we would have been putting out whopper rap albums. Yeah,
1: you yeah, know what like I mean. Even if it was like, if you got any tracks hanging around there, yeah, here yeah, have this. And it'd be
0: like, yeah, boom it'd be absolutely outrageous, and we'd be yeah singing and, it, and, and me and you just going like fucking uh, whatever. I just had a big curry, whatever. I thought and show you, Dublin, and be, Dublin like, in the
1: rain is it's, mine. It's yeah, big love,
0: big love, big 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 love. Right, we'd be giving it loads, and then all of a sudden like we'd be mad famous just because them two cunts are so talented and they can write, like Ice Cube could write lyrics like nobody's business, write hooks like nobody's business and Dr. Dre could literally, like he could throw a piano down the stairs and if he recorded it right he'd make 10 albums out of it, you know so yeah. uh, what you ended up then you <laughs> end up, uh, Easy only put out one full album right, and um, Easy does it in 1988, now in uh, 1996 his second album, the second full album came out but it was put out 10 months after he died Oh yeah yeah. Right. Now he had been working on a double album. he had been working on a dub- album, double album. They never got really to finish it but they had enough bits and bobs left. Um enough stuff from this double album and then they had a kind of scraps left over from NWA and all this kind of stuff. And it was kind of completed posthumously kind of. But I think the majority of it was was there. Uh, it, it was going to be released, you know what I mean, um whether he died or not. And yeah. he he died of AIDS so they they banged it out. Now uh, in true easy fashion, everything's kind of spelt wrong, uh, and trying to make it more kind of street that they, they overcomplicate things. Uh, like, instead of saying fucking, it's like P H U F F I C K. Like, it's what the fuck, man, like, can you not just write it? Put some asterisks in there to hide it or whatever. Um, so this album is called Straight Off the Streets of Mother Compton, came out in 1996, um, 10 months after he does. and it's it's no good. They stripped the bones bare of like g-funk and all this kind of stuff like g-funk was was great when snoop dog was doing it at the start and there was yeah, a couple he of knew other couldn't, couldn't last forever couldn't last and it was it was ran into the ground like the dog pound done a lot of it ran it into the ground and um, bone tugs and harmony done a bit of it kind of kept it alive for a little while but g-funk by itself is kind of an abomination like it's not a particularly great style of music um how dare, How dare
1: you!
0: But realistically, there's like 20 great G funk songs, and the rest of it is Warren G crying, like because uh, <laughs> like Warren G's no good. Bar he's not very good. Bar Regulate <laughs> Regulate's killer. You know what I mean? I put
1: that. I put that on Nate. Nate Dogg as well. When Nate Dogg's like, unreal. I feel what I'm real. That's i I I I think that like that was good cause of him. I think uh, he probably was like, okay, Warren, don't do that. Don't say that. Exactly.
0: No of Warren. Jeez, lyrics are so weird. Grimness. Listen, Nate Dog, Nate Dogg is the greatest hook man of all time. I talked about this on Saturday night because I played an exhibit song, exhibit Eminem and Nate Dog on the song. It's absolutely incredible. But like, is it a bitch? And no, bitches are right. I um. Ah oh, fuck! I get to the name. I get to the name of the name of the song. Now. He is though when he comes in. That voice is unreal. Um so. Where's? I'll tell you exactly what it is now. Uh, Loev. I'm looking at the playlist now. It's called My Name. Um, exhibit Eminem and Nahtog, and it is a fucking incredible. It sounds like about six other songs, but that's because it's Exhibit Eminem and Nahtog, and there's only so much you can do. <laughs> but I always felt bad for Nahtog because put an album out, and I was shy. Right. Like the bloke who everybody wanted to sing their hooks and their choruses. Who made yeah. every song a thousand times better? Nate Dog Travels and I not very good, just uh, not great. And I always felt bad from I was like, oh, no the- one help him out with raps. L. Nate. Not he had a million guests. Because like,
1: he's a rapper it, anyway. Like, obviously, he does a like, be, Yeah, but, yeah. But he's be- better at the first <laughs> He's better at that. So, his oh, voice is so smooth.
0: He's so good. But uh, uh, let's play this absolute garbage EZE uh, G right. Funk. This is called uh, The Motherfucking Real, it's called. Absolute cutting room floor, doctor dry stuff like it's.
4: Well, it be the real niggas back with that hard street shit. Bitch niggas be pissing a fit, but I say fuck when I walk on this that nigga with the crumbling mellow shit for your ass. Taking niggas back through the past my nuts, shit be swinging like a fist, can't even take a piss, if I did, niggas would cut they wrists, and the motherfucking candy folk, eat that ass, ass with the switch, then, then blast, blast on the bitch, who was all in my shit, Is that nigga red back for the 9-5, they said real niggas was dead, but this nigga be alive, so I'm putting it down with that nigga E, for all niggas in the cpt so here we go again with part three of the script making bitch made niggas bite they lip when we dip so tell me how the fuck do we feel to get hit with the motherfucking real the motherfucking real real going out to the hardcore hip-hop the motherfucking
2: real fucking these niggas till
3: they try
4: to
2: now
3: Things good in my hood And it's on and popping easy Motherfucking E from Eastside South Compton Straight giving up the real On how a nigga feel Talk that shit Motherfucker's caps get peeled
0: It's not good, like Yeah, if you're using
1: G-Funk And you use it that way You killed it yeah, like, yeah he run that shit that's oversaturation with no redeeming rounds, qualities yeah. at all yeah. there with that now
0: he brings Ren in from NWA to try and give it a little bit of burst but like Ren Ren courses so much in every verse he's in that it makes you feel weird right <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's such a strange thing for someone who listens to this like this much gangster rap and old-scale 90s and 80s hip-hop that MC Ren drops the end bomb so oftenly and says fuck so oftenly that I feel weird listening to it. Like, Yeah, I like, get I get that with some artists where it's like,
1: okay, chill out. It's, or it's some too people, much like, Actually, probably, I'm sure people think that we do, actually. I
0: fair. definitely of course too much more. I do. Forever. I definitely dead within the next six years. So, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash lost art podcast. Help, um, help out yeah, with that, the casket.
1: That's a uh, that's sure sh- that's real misuse of G funk.
0: There's no need. There's no need for it mm. to be that bad. Uh, and like I said, unfortunately, it's a post-humus album, so you, you never know uh, how much input he actually had in it. But that, from what I read, like these are uh, vast majority of these songs came from his what was going to be his double album. I would have loved to hear yeah. what that would sound like. But at the same time, he, he wanted to keep his own record label. He didn't want to jump label. Um, he didn't want to pay for too many like great guests.
3: Hmm. So we
0: kept relying on just the same old gang all the time. You know, it's just not good because he heard like, listen to that and listen to what like Dre was doing on The Chronic. Um, where he was essentially inventing G-Funk to a degree. Like, loads of The Chronic has that feel, you know, the Rattlers and the... has loads of that shit. Yeah. And then he has flutes and stuff, stuff you weren't hearing before. And uh, this is most certainly their version of, like, oh, we have to do it. But they're, what, weird, like 1986' 1996, like, too late. It's Wait, too fucking late. late, like, you it's know, it's, 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 it's came and gone. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was uh, that was e with one absolutely outrageous version. Uh Unfortunately, a terrible... Cool. I apologise you find a real one if you like that sound like the better the other one's sound much better where he gets to actually course and say real words um, instead of <laughs> random fucking
1: we should, should have played dropping
0: a, a version,
1: we should have played a censored version of an MC rant song just beep 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 beep. beep Actually, yeah. like yeah. It sound like fucking juggernaut, juggernaut but yeah. yeah. My name well, he's is DJ Ren, Shadow.
0: Ren. There, yeah, ran. He's so he like I I don't really I don't get embarrassed or anything like that by music, but like if if someone the way I always think of, it, say you're on the bus, right? And, like, someone, yeah, and, and the, your the headphone popping popped away. Out. Yeah, headphone popped <laughs> out, or Some <laughs> L when you drops up in your pocket and someone like taps you on the shoulder to take your headphones off. Like, well, you know, can I help you, y'all? Right? If like NWA was playing, someone would go like NWA. Uh, yeah but like if it was like an mc ren verse of, of anything and um, even some nwa stuff like you take the headphones off and it's just fucking n-bombs and fucking suck my fucking pussy motherfucker blow up your arsehole with an ak-47 blow, for like 10 minutes like you wouldn't you'd be put off the bus you'd be absolutely put yeah. off the bus uh, anyway who's your next one
1: my well, next one is a band that i really liked when they first came out um first album i think is fantastic yeah. A second album I really liked as well, although I, I definitely found a few skippers. Yeah, one or and two then, I but think got good, yeah. But the time they got to the third album, I could only literally nope. pick one or two good songs yep. off the whole thing. And the rest were not only middle of the road, there were yep. some songs that genuinely annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. with the way, the way they were written. And It got worse the, and worse and worse. Yeah, and the dream had died for me, and that dream was Muse. I think a lot of people feel the same way. Their quality much. control, their quality control is now practically non-existent. From yes. from early, the song I picked is their first ever single, "Sunborn," which is incredible yeah. fucking song from start yeah. to finish. And um, and then the last one is a song off their new album, which they've gone for this synthwave thing again. Oh, synthwave. So bad. So, people who, you know what annoys me, right? Synthwave is a little thing that was started by like some really really good cool people, and then other people went, "Oh, that's good. I'll have a bit of that." Yeah,
0: you can't do a bit of it. Fuck. That's-
1: that's shite to do that like it got big it got big on its own merits out of nowhere yeah like and they they had to make sure all the artwork looked fucking top notch and the whole vibe of it from 80s horror and 80s action yep uh, turn into their own thing, modernizing that. And for someone with a big giant budget to come along and go, give me some of that. Dell Dweller did it. Fucking d- DJ d- 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 Shadow d- 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 did it.
0: Yeah, Apex Swain doing fucking rockabilly or something. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, well, yeah. You
1: have your own thing. But um, yeah, so like the Muse albums, right? So you've got uh, the one with Muscle Museum on it. The yes, and showbiz. Origin, uh, showbiz. Showbiz and then Origin of Symmetry. Origin of Symmetry is has a few yeah, uh, tracks on sk- there.
0: Skip on it as well. Yeah, Plug In like Babies on there, isn't it? That's probably Plugin my favourite. That's one but of favourite
1: thing. Absolution, I think, is the one that has, yeah. um, has Stockholm touring. Syndrome, and yeah. it has like it'll blow you away with some of the riffs. And then even in mid-song, this thing's music started to do. They'll start turning bad mid-song. Yeah, like the rest of the song will be like it'll, <laughs> it'll go. It'll start do with this riff that you can feel your teeth rattling. It's not yeah. good. Like the 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 riff or Stockholm syndrome, right? And then he'll stop and cut it to half time and go,
2: yeah. <laughs> You <laughs> see <laughs> right? you said yeah. like, And
1: then he goes like does a fucking Tom York Underworld. and the You're like, oh, I don't know, you don't yeah. don't, do, don't do those semitone fucking because 'cause you're not that good at them. Yeah. And uh, the guitar work is wankery. Yes. Because he's an amazing guitarist. I mean that's yeah. his thing as well. He's a he has a great voice, but he does this kind of space opera stuff and <clears throat> space
0: opera dandare music, man. Fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the and the notes are starting to make me feel
1: ick There's real you'll hear it in the in the later one. But for now, anyway, just stick on Sunborn because that's an incredible song. Like right, from start to go. finish. Sunborn. <laughs>
0: outrageous i remember the first time i heard that yeah because <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. remember they, they got fucking destroyed and they came out for being a radiohead ripoff but yeah like, people who actually were into music were like no not really like
1: no yeah to, you can see the difference obviously his voice mimics tom york's yeah, in, yeah. in the way he's, he draws out certain things and uh he goes into like falsettos and stuff like that yeah i get that but the musically it's not the same at all like you know they're, hev- they're actually, way
0: heavier than than Radiohead.
1: Yeah, like and like you'd never hear the bass Player Radiohead doing a bassline like any of those. No, no. It's I didn't like, the I'm not work. saying he, I'm not saying he couldn't. I'm just saying it's not. doesn't at all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and if anything, they were doing those kind of drums before Radiohead. Where so? Oh like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I remember people calling it like Radiohead fans as well. Like uh, Radiohead, who would but, Like you can like both. And the meals were were obviously a bit more rock orientated. Yes. stadium rock. Yes. Maybe going into that. Like. We, I wouldn't have said that at the time,
0: but it turns out they were. Yeah, they, were mad. they wanted to be play. I have a yeah. mate of mine who um, he he was in twenty balls with me, and I, he's from the same town that these lads are from. And he said when he was in university, or if you're a uni, um, or if anywhere else in the world, college. If you're a uni lad, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, when he was in uni, um, they were one of the like just bands that played in the the fucking whatever. Yeah. The Max whatever the fucking uni yeah. version of that was. <laughs> like um they they just they were there every week, he said. And like nobody everybody hated them. And they, <laughs> like Oh here's every, these cunts again. Yeah, yeah, like every Friday they were just oh fuck, whatever gigs, smart gig there is in blade and Plymouth or whatever. <laughs> like they were there. Um every Friday just banging out their songs and was like, Oh, this fucking Matt Bellamy prick again. He's an arsehole with a spiky hair. Yeah. Like nobody liked them and they didn't like the music written. And then he said, like, within two years, this song came out, and everyone's like, Oh man, that's so fucking good. Like <laughs> why, why why weren't they good like this two I'll years ago? I'll tell you why, maybe,
1: because if he was singing all those high notes at a shitty little venue with Crappy yeah. Day, that'd sound horrific. Of course, yeah. Yeah,
2: it <laughs> And
0: it's
1: like me, me. We're trying to play darts here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly,
0: we're drinking so drinkin', it's two for the pound on test tube shots tonight, man. Yeah. And we're trying, the fucking Billy is holding up the pill table so we can play. Yeah. Shut sure up.
1: You're, you're singing about fucking, I don't know, muscle museums and exactly. all. What are you on about, you mad? Exactly, cunt? Yeah. Which are so, fucking yeah.
0: fuzz pedal built into your guitar and all you sap yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Like there was a time in my life where I thought oh, all that shit was cool. Like, I mean, modding yeah, your help. gear, putting the chaos pad into oh, yeah, your guitar yeah. and all that.
0: pickups and everything. Been you in, can play yeah. trumpet on your guitar, stick it up your hole.
1: Now I'm just like, but... That came at a price because now we can't write any good songs anymore. Exactly. So, yeah. Let's have, have,
0: have, have a band built into that pickup. Yeah. You know? So
1: the songs that really turned me off were was the song Absolution. That, Sing for absolution. And the notes he's picking are horrible semitones, and they're they're real, and they're not doing anything for me at all. And uh,
0: my elfle. Then- fucking Loves mules. I she was over the there Mews, tonight. He? Oh, he is obsessed with mules to the point where my nieces who live in my um ass are obsessed with mules as well. And mm. literally, like three hours ago, before, like three hours before now, I was over there today dropping off Christmas presents. And my niece, who's like uh, 14, she had like a spot for you and she's playing mules and she's playing garbage mules. This happened to me tonight, and I didn't even know you've added these in. And I was yeah. like, What are you doing playing shite mules for? She's like, what you mean? They're amazing. So that's garbage. like. And she kept yeah. like, she goes, well, what about this? What about this? And I said, that's shy. That sounds like this. That's shy. That's a... And I had to give her a little crash course in Muse. So I went back to the first tale and I added about six Savage songs in. And she went off to the living room and came back 20 minutes later going like, they're so good. They're so good. I was like, well, delete all the doors from your playlist. Listen to your Uncle Gar." Finally, I have a use in your life. Listen to me. <laughs> and Jeez, I put in, I put in a bit of ghost then, because they're not a million miles away either. Like, you know, if you're fucking yeah. fourteen years of age, I shoot some ghost in like they're amazing, and I like the devil. and that like, I like the devil. I like <laughs> the devil. Go on and listen to them now. I know you're on me later. So that happened to me today. Look, I, this is the second muse conversation I've had this afternoon or this evening. Like. So you're dead right though. This, uh, this. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I'm, I'm interested that's... to hear this next one. I'm interested. They, they I don't have know if a... I know now.
1: They had like around two thousand nine and ten they had obviously the uprising. I wasn't really mad into that. Uh black hole actually like super massive black hole the song yeah, because I it's, think it's it, a good song. It's it stripped back fucking uh, white stripes. Yeah. Just yeah. Well, like sorry, it's it stripped it's stripped back in the style of white stripes, but yeah. it's still not very stripped back. It's still Muse and it's got yeah. that. But I, I actually really like that fucking song. Yeah, me too. But again, the album actually Knights of Sidonia is on that as well. And that's not too bad. But again, we're talking about two songs out of twelve. Yeah, it's not good enough, is it? and i'm sorry about their shit that's actually before absolution i did not realize that no it can't be no it's not sorry no it's not it's two years after but then you had uh so then you had resistance and then you had fucking drones which drones is not the worst album but it's if you keep comparing it to the quality it's it's losing yeah. more and more every time yeah. so drones i could actually forgive that album because it has some stuff on it that sounds Marlon Mancini, mm. where they went for the sleaze rock thing, yeah. like the way Supermassive Black. Yeah, they're they're not bad at sleaze rock, yeah, if they stick with it. But all their albums are too long, there's too many songs, yes, and there's too much garbage on them. But now, what they've done is well, not now, but it's it uh, two years ago, they released uh, simulation theory mm. where the artwork is literally Ready Player One job, yeah, it, it literally is.
0: It. It's the most generic 80s fucking bullshit that uh, yeah, imagine like, not even bullshit it's just by the time they got around to using it literally a thousand other oh, projects exactly yeah
1: that's why I would never when well, I'm even doing synthwave stuff so would we'll go nowhere you can't near do that it,
0: no, you can't do that grid work anymore
1: you can't do the grid work with the car and the nope. palm tree and everything's nope. wireframe just don't do it so we, don't, we don't
0: know if I lost our TV for the, for the fucking ski. But oh, like, yeah. you wouldn't use that as artwork, like absolutely, it's too late. No, well,
1: I, I threw it together because it was just in my head to, to do that. Yeah, of course I'm <laughs> gonna do that. It was the 80s special, but that's tongue in cheek. This, yeah, uh, the album cover, I don't get. It looks, it looks like Far Cry uh, Blood Dragon.
0: It, it looks like like fan yeah. art. That's what it looks like. Fan art yeah. that someone would do. Yeah.
1: Anyway, it's like it looks deadly, but it's too out. It's it's, it's 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 forget it. Yeah.
0: Five years too late to do this. Yeah, because they spent they spent the last 20 years, right? They were probably born in the 80s and but they've spent the last 20 years just being on tour and not having any sort of crack and looking at He-Man yeah. toys and Jason the Wheel Warrior cartoons exactly but so they're some, missing it yeah. exactly so somewhere along the lines some said like I've heard all this like 80s synthwave stuff and played like whatever your stuff you like perturberator or whatever and Gunship and all whatever I played that oh my god oh my god oh, it's like Nighthawk or whatever and I'd say they were raging they hadn't thought of it earlier. exactly because exactly, that suits their kind of theme so they were it like does, we can just yeah. take this on board and just yeah. go down because like, your average Joe that listens to the music because they're they're a real middle of the road kind of fucking band now And at the start they weren't, but they're da rock. Like, like I said, my dad's fucking obsessed them all. Every time you go out to the garage, that shit is banging. Like it's banging.
1: I heard uh, someone on the internet. I think it was like a meme or something. And someone said, muse music is for people that say this sentence. You win the internet today, sir. Yeah.
0: Yes. 100%. (laughs) This is everything. So listen,
1: let's, let's have a listen to what, what route they went down and where they are now. Or you know what it, this didn't, this didn't land very well. Not even with muse fans as far as I know. Uh, the, you know what mm-hmm. oh yeah actually remember when we were talking about this when it came out we thought I thought this might be brilliant because I think uh, I thought <laughs> I thought hang on okay they're doing the <laughs> and it's, it's an absolute bandwagon absolute heist but well, maybe they're not t- talented enough but I was thinking the music could probably do any kind of music they wanted
0: mm, mm. but I uh,
1: give this a listen anyway now not all the songs are this bad but I have to point out how, how it got
0: right this is a dig down big big, big down
2: To divide us, we must find a way Oh we have answered the free.
0: This sounds like the music that Jim Carr makes in his bedroom. By George Michael, that's a joke, yeah. No, it is. So bad. I have to go back. Hang on. Faith by George Michael. <laughs> there, just me.
2: Yep.
1: Dun dun dun. That's a fucking abortion. That's fucking terrible song. Yeah. That's really, really bad. It's actually called Dig Down, you're right. I thought it was Big dig, Down. Yeah, Dig Down. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway.
0: Fuck uh, off. That's what it should be
1: called. They are um, not... You know what? It was really... I was annoyed at myself for, for giving it a break to listen to it. Like, yeah. oh, you know what? Fuck it. And I listened to it going, fuck off, music. You know what? Fuck off. Yeah, that's that, just not good. Like, synthwave is not particularly hard to do. It is hard to do a, a good sort of oh, banger. Yeah. But I thought that maybe if they had changed everything around, they go shit like an absolute like especially like the bass players so fucking good. They're all I so think.
0: good. Imagine if they were doing yeah. like essentially synthwave music, but with like traditional guitars and drums. it would be fucking incredible. That's, what I, try, that's do, what
1: I was sort of thinking was going. Because they have all like, the
0: effects and phasers yeah. and you know, like I don't know. They, a,
1: they're the biggest band to just switch on to, to, to switch on to synthwave, like to go straight for it. I think anyway. Not like, Fate,
0: freedom. Freedom is the George Michael song that they ripped off. Oh,
1: freedom! freedom yeah, yeah, freedom. But, um, I, I heard a bit of fucking faith there as well. Yeah, he you? says faith. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah, but um, I really thought, like, shit. Okay, I was like, I wasn't. I'm never really happy. I, I've seen the arguments from people before. Gone. People shouldn't jump into a genre just to, to, to pillage it. Yeah, especially coming.
0: it's not going to appease their fans. That the fans don't no. want that. When no, the biggest they,
1: people in a genre are only known for that genre because they mm. came from like perturbator and, and Carpenter Brew and Gunship and all, they came from, uh, Gunship are arguable, but they came from fucking FoIster and stuff like that. But they really mm. did come out of bedrooms, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. And for this to kind of take it, I was like, okay, I'll give it a break. And I'll, if, it's, if it's banging and it was a good uh, bandwagon jump, bro, look, listen to that. Failed, a failed attempt altogether. Yeah, really. Garbage. Um, who's, your, who's your last, one? Who's your last, my last
0: one, one my last one my last one is uh, Fat Boy Slim Fat Ooh, Boy right, Slim yeah. uh, I think the first two Fat Boy Slim albums the first one in particular is v- a very pure album Uh the second one he kind of elopes into the pop uh, sphere a little bit but, uh, but enough enough for it to work yeah exactly the first two are fucking incredible Like
1: they're great albums I used to love the first two albums so the first two are so, really...
0: like, better living through chemistry and uh, you've yeah. come a long way baby both of them are, there's not really anything bad on either of those albums yeah, um, yeah. so I picked uh, for for a good song I picked Gangster Trippin' Off You've Come A Long Way Baby just because there's something about the way it's put together it's, it's bleeding wonderful it's bleeding
1: a, wonderful it's, it's a really I loved this album when it came out it's too yeah. long but it's a bit
0: too long yeah
1: but it's an iconic uh, album cover
0: uh, it is. It is a great album cover, the the album uh, cover to Better Living Through Chemistry is fucking iconic as well. Like, yeah, uh, that's like a little like floppy I, I f- disc or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's I a floppy. I, f- I found an original press of that at a at a, a record fair for a tenor once. Super happy. That was meant for you. You see, it was 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 just there. It was there. I'm gonna play a bit of Gangster Tripping just so uh, I'm sure every, everybody they might not necessarily know this song. They'll know loads of Fatboy Slim songs. You couldn't yeah. escape him. He was advertising fucking Vodafone for about ten years. Um, <laughs> this is Gangster <laughs> Tripping. Yeah.
3: What we're doing when a fat boy slipping yeah. Yeah.
0: It's so catchy and fun. Like it is.
1: Like for someone like me and you that came from listening to um, hip hop and probably a little bit of that nineties dance music, this was a great fucking marriage big thing this kind of this kind of music from Brighton was just yeah it
0: was huge that. this is absolutely like fuck at 2 o'clock in the morning on the beach drinking cans uh, around the fire with some board of yeah. dreadlocks you know what I mean Like it you, uh,
1: has to be there if anyone's like yo- a lot younger than me you 10 years listen to that go that's shite that's like, shite yeah.
0: you had to be at that time and place Yeah, in it, the it, world it, it
1: wasn't it was actually it wasn't done to death by then it was there oh yeah there,
0: there was and, the very uh, little like this out there that, that, that kind of big beat that uh, skint yeah. records big beat stuff uh, and loads <laughs> came out after. It. this had this had like one toe and trip hop, one toe and kind of uh sample based hip hop, one, another one in like kind of club banger kind of anthem, a beat of bullshit. Yeah, it's like, even
1: great for just driving to it as well. Exactly,
0: it's it doesn't take our minds off the ball too much, and it's never overly complicated. He just Norman Cook. Um, we've, talked, we've talked about Fat Boy Slim before he was, the, he was the bassist in the House Martins um, that's, mm. and he, he got someone gave him like an Amiga 500 and some sampling software and he, the entire forced album and probably a good chunk of this was made on an Amiga a fucking Amiga with floppy disks yeah. which mad, is batshit mad and um, he just decided he was going to mess around with it and he was really good with it he didn't know he was good but he was really good now at this time like Pro Tools and all was out but he just had an Amiga with some software on it and uh, he figured out how to he had got a set, an external sound card and he figured out how to rip bits off records and load them into this fucking DAW software on, on an Amiga and had a bit of crack with it and yeah. the first album's great the second album's fucking super but there's a big dive that happens the The second song on the play is called Drop the Hate and it's off halfway between The Gutter and the Stars from the year 2000 so you've come a long yeah, way I wasn't, baby. I wasn't into that at all it's, not, it's not, not great Um. so you've come a long way baby that that song you just heard was off it was 1998 and by the year 2000 it's like his last album was called Palookaville he released it in 2004 and he, he hasn't released an album since he's done singles and he's done millions of remixes and live albums mm. and he's gone down that kind of euphoria fucking best of euphoria 2020 type of yeah. you know where he'll just do a few remixes and some live cuts and he can kind of coast off that but because uh, he had what was it Noise International was it Is that what it was called the band before in between the House Martins and fat boys I think it was beat Beats International, it was called, yeah. and it was like this kind of Dubby Big B type of thing, and it was, was alright. It was it was fine because at the end of the day, he does he's still a DJ. He he's can still, still a be, DJ. He yeah. can still be like massive doing what he wants, but
1: um, so he doesn't have to like he's not like a band. He doesn't have to keep releasing new materials, no. so to speak. Exactly, he can keep releasing like a, he can release a song every two
0: years. Yeah, and it's which, fine. Which, which, Bands can't do that. Bands cannot do that. Exactly. He he pretty much he got so big so quick that like that was like the way I always feel about Fatboy Slim is that he stumbled upon a particular sound that fucking exploded and made the world stand still for a couple of years. Like "Bird of mm. Prey" with with the video and like it was just it was a big deal for a long time. But then he he it into the ground. And much in the same as what kind of Rob Zombie doing, you'll hear it in this song and this um drop the hate song, it's just doing this weird pastiche kind of like rip off of himself. It's like, all right, good people like that when I do this, so I'll do this. And uh, uh this kind of sounds a little bit like that one that done all right, I'll do a bit of this, like yeah, he uh, just fell into that. And again, this is his third album, this is only two years after he releases a whopper, you know. But chances are he toured that much, like we said, the third album's always He's a not bastard. Sitting
1: at home looking for, um if he's looking for like samples and stuff like that, he's probably bled his collection joy the same droid. way. The, the same exactly. way Moby did for Play. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like so,
1: and the same way uh, DJ Shadow. If you release an absolute sample based banger album, yep. you need another five years to do another
0: one of them. One hundred percent, and it has to be done at your pace. You can't yes. just mill through stuff because if you mill through stuff, like, <clears throat> by the time he was making this halfway between the Gorton and the Stars album, whatever, I'm sure it was like every. Every city he was playing in, he'd get up at fucking 10 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. you would have a bit of breakfast and you would go and find a local record shop and he'd buy a a, a a yoke of random records and try and squeeze some time in during the day to go sample hunting and listen to music, you know? So yeah. he's not doing it at his own pace. He's forcefully trying to do it and you he can hear it. You hear it in particular on this uh, Drop the Hate song. It's it's not good. I'm going to play a bit of it now. Um, you, You'll hear how just... Boring and 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 full effort to this. <laughs> Like he's just descended into dance fodder there. There's,
1: there's nothing going on there. Yeah, you know what? He would. He would. He. He sometimes went too long with the bars, in even the early stuff. Yes. But he'd be adding something in or something to be building up. Yes. But yeah, yes. I remember listening to this, like sort of at the time and going, Yeah. Like it, maybe it didn't stick with it, but initially it did nothing for me at all. So like that
0: wanted. that could be that could be Apollo 440 or Bentley Riddimace or a, a, any of those. Uh, kind of uh, big beat, sampley kind of groups. it could it could literally be any of them. Uh, the second last album track or something. You know, it's like I said, just dance father. He just it's something he plays while he gets his next set of records lined up or plugs yeah. a USB stick into a fucking CDJ. You know what I mean? It, it, it shouldn't be on an album. It's not good. And for for a bloke who, like I said, literally made the world stand still with music. Like that that second album had songs in it that like your Elman be tapping our foot to. You know what I mean? And yeah. by the time this came out, it was just, even the cover of it fucking annoys me to be honest with you. The cover of the second to, to this it's, one, see, that's real. Like he took it and I beat it himself
1: on his yeah. phone or something. Yeah, yeah
0: it's, it's just it's not good anyway. That's uh, I can't talk about it too much because it so I, know what it is, I feel bad. Yeah, it,
1: it went from being really interesting and a bit surreal and after a while, to exactly what we thought a DJ would do. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Just because yeah. you can hear him, it's like someone gave him the keyboard, and he's like, "I'll play a bit of keyboard on top of this," as opposed to like cutting a sample, you know, like yeah. like what DJ Shadow's done, and he's it's obviously not as forte, you know, even though he's a yeah. live musician, like by trade, he's a fucking put a guitar in his hand, he's a musician, you know, yeah. Uh, but it's didn't work out. But anyway, that's uh who's your last. I'm glad one? I didn't.
1: My last one is Linkin Park, and uh the, when you come in in new metal. Your avenues out of it are so limited, and people like Deftones and Corn had huge avenues to get out. They'd yep. get out plans that were because Deftones, for one, that was just a coincidence they came out around then. Yes, very much so, yeah. And Corn had you know avenues, some of them worked, some of them didn't. Linkin Park came out with, in my opinion, if you discount Deftones, bin if you don't put them in it, I think Linkin Park's first album is better than Corn's. Any current album. I think so as well. I think yeah. Hybrid Theory is almost perfect. Like, it's cheesy, a little bit cheesy. Yeah. It's a little bit dated, and it's stuck in a time capsule from fucking whatever it was, 2000 or whatever. I don't know what year it came out. What
0: the year did that, uh, did
1: that come out, actually? I'm going
0: to say 2000.
1: It's got to be, right? Uh. It is 2000, yeah. So that, to me, yeah. is... And the reason that that album is so good is because they had worked their bollocks off. Yeah. Like, for years... And then when Chester Bennington came in, it, that's when they went, Oh, this is the sound we yeah. wanted. Uh Stinger on the uh the fucking that guy leaving, by the way. The, the, the one of the guys that originally the singer left. But then again, yeah, they, that's like, right, yeah. it's not really a bad move if it wouldn't have worked out with him. Uh, yeah. Now if a drummer left or something like your man from the Beatles and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that like are getting fired, he got fired whatever. That's kind of weird, but like he your man can't look back on this from the comparison and go, Well, I wish I hadn't left. That wouldn't probably wouldn't have, have been, happened. It wouldn't have happened at yeah, all. Exactly. It would never have gotten that big because uh, what was I watching? Fucking hell! It's in some TV show like Buffy or something like that. No, mm. not Buffy. I don't know what it is. Where there's an original uh, Linkin Park song playing, like pre, oh
0: well,
1: pre Chester you yeah. Anyway, he comes in and they apparently hustled for years to try and get like a record deal. Nothing, uh, and then this album was worked on for like aggressively with. With rehearsals and stuff like that and it is really 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 solid album i don't think there's any really really bad parts on this i heard they they
0: they picked the name lincoln park so they would show up beside limp biscuit alphabetically no they picked it because they wanted to go maybe but they went they wanted to go
1: with the original spelling of it yeah yeah but the record label were like no it'll just be too confusing you won't you need your own spelling of it your own limp biscuit
0: spelling (laughs) Maybe actually, you never know. I I I read something years ago that said that on um, that basically the way it worked was when record shops were ordering in stock, the the publishing company and the distribution companies would hand out the lists of what was available alphabetically, and apparently the record label worked out a way of a spelling the name like that whatever way the name worked and spelling the name that it would show up directly after Limp Biscuit. Oh right! They we were one of the biggest bands at the time. They were they were huge, apparently. Um, I, I got to two thousand, probably yeah. So Limp Bizkit were doing mad fucking business, and they were like, well, "We can have another kind of rappy metal kind of band here." So the way the name was structured was that it would show up directly underneath you. So if anybody had heard whisperings of the band Lincoln Park, they wouldn't have to look very far for it.
1: Yeah, maybe I don't know. No, say, so I, I remember like reading the that could, thing, but they couldn't. Uh... They couldn't call it Lincoln Park the regular version because they couldn't have Lincolnpark.com. It was taken okay. by the by Lincoln Park fucking The place. Know, the place. <laughs> yeah. Um but to me, like I knew this like I was into metal when, when this yeah. came out and I knew it was cheesy and I knew people were gonna fucking hate it. But I don't care. The first time I saw the video for one step closer, I was like, that's a banger. Yeah. And it just is. And it's 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 it, it looks like it's from Blade or something.
0: It's stupid. Yeah. But stick it on there anyway, because it's it's good, man. It's a good song. It is a really good song. And you can buy this on vinyl for like twelve quid now because it's been reprinted so much that they're afraid people that there's like maybe six people in the world that don't own it. So they released <laughs> it literally for twelve euro. the so Wish I could find a
2: way to this It's <laughs>
1: this bit so stupid I
2: love it
0: Fucking hate you, Ma. I was telling me, you, and die. You're a sap. You be doing with ma says all the time as well. That's, that's
1: disturbed. I do that, but yeah, yeah, it is. I'm
0: about to break. Imagine saying like,
1: that. I was a little bit too old to take this super seriously. Yeah, and be same Think I like I. I wasn't at an age where I thought this was my Pink Floyd or you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah But yeah. I still appreciated it because it was to me it was pop rock and. Like, that's a really well-written song. Oh, it's, 100%. It's, like you said, the Like I, I could see that from the outset. And I would still defend Linkin Park when people were... I ne- I never saw them live. I would no intention of going that far with it. No. Like, ever. No. really. Not, to be not honest even it. a free ticket.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. No. Because I was, I was... No. Yeah. No, you couldn't. Because you'd have to look at other people there. And what if someone sounds saw you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I appreciate Linkin Park. I like that album. I <laughs> yeah. don't understand the other ones
1: that's what i'm about to talk about i heard meteora for the first time and went right that's meow. i went mm. for a one, one and done with me because yeah. meteora while well, it wasn't bad and i had a few similar songs in it th- yeah. i went i went oh the facade is kind of wrecked for me now because i i don't know it's that's one too many lincoln park albums yeah. and then like yeah what's the other one meteor and then Collision a, course. Uh, I never liked that. It's t- the Jay Z one. Sorry, the Jay Z one. I love yeah, that. it's interesting. It's, inter- it's, it's interesting, but Fuck. I'm not really particularly. I'm not really particularly mad. Into it was very interesting. The collision course, but like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Absolutely not. So you
0: had collision course. You had uh, the one you're going. Oh, to minute, minutes
1: to midnight. Is that what it's, it's called? To, yeah. They've they midnight.
0: Live albums, world. man. And look at through here. Holy. Well, yeah. Holy balls, how many live albums could they put out? Minutes to Midnight was 2007, so no, there's one more. That's... Meteor 2003, right? That's lines up. Reanimation, is that it? No, that's a remix no, that's album. The, a
1: remix album, that has the fucking yeah, Gundam
0: know. on it. So listen, some album, who cares? Some fucking Lincoln Park garbage. Um, yeah, unfortunately, well, fortunate, well, right, is amazing, so good. So what good. what happens like Meteora is there's nothing even
1: particularly wrong with Meteora and a lot of people I know go, no, I love that, I think it's fucking deadly. Um I don't because the first time I heard it I went, Ugh. They
0: let your you man know. Mike Shinoda do too much on it, too many vocals. He's an amazing producer and player and all.
1: No, there's actually fucking it goes from two thousand and three Meteora to two thousand and seven minutes midnight. But like you said, it's reanimation. Yeah, there's that that of
0: course, and,
1: yeah. and all that in between, but that's yeah.
0: faff yeah yeah that's it's not an fast an
1: that's not a fucking album yeah. like yeah um, so so I was so out by the time Minutes of Midnight came out and that's actually probably what, that's. here's the thing right they they were way bigger by then than they were when they first came out oh, and yeah, we yeah, think yeah. that they're like they're losing losing momentum no. they were going nowhere they were no. water, one of Warner Brothers biggest fucking yeah. bands.
0: So, now, listen, you do need to look at the amount of times that those first two albums to re-released like they re-released fucking Hybrid Theory again three months ago in a what? box set they just every year they've released oh, it's, that's what I said. It's,
1: it's 2020 it's it's 20 years old
0: yeah like but every i'd say every two years that album have been re-released with like a remaster or a remix or a fucking or else that's why if you can buy like the Bug standard copy literally for 12.99 now on lp you know because they're like no one's ever gonna buy this album ever again we, we have literally repressed it into oblivion like when humanity is gone on some fucking alien race land in twenty thousand years, the only thing that's going to be left are copies of Lincoln Park hybrid theory. Like that's and it. E- An ET game. ET for... games. Yeah. It's actually... um,
1: so like, right? What could Lincoln Park do after uh, New Metal? So what they did was the correct choice, sort of, if you ask me. Because think about, think about. I, I, I'm trying to think about what they could do. Mm. Lincoln Park were coming from New Metal, so what they were left with was a fantastic vocalist and a good rapper and in a band that are, could do anything they wanted really. Yeah. Realistically, they're super talented. So pop is sort of the only real, pop and hip hop yeah. are the only route they can really go down because that new metal sound is, is definitely on its way up. But, yeah. but 2007 is when they started going pop. So the song I was going to pick well, had like Pusha T and, and yeah, P- T-Pain or whatever something on it but uh, I listened to that and that genuinely wasn't the worst thing I ever heard but have a listen to where they ended up and I hate saying this because like fucking he's brown bread now, god love
0: him (laughs) but listen to where they ended up three years ago okay, here we go, this is a all right. sorry for now yeah, okay here we go watching the wings cut through the
2: clouds
3: the raindrops blinking red and white Fuck off Thinking of you back on the ground There was
0: a fire burning in your eyes Fuck off
2: halfway
0: apologize And I'll be
2: sorry for now That I couldn't be around Sometimes things refuse to go SHUT
0: I'm telling you now, the only reason is guitar and that is to give you a man with the headphones something to do. Yeah, <laughs> like he's sitting around scratching his head. Everybody in the band is like, Well what? What? What the boy do? No man, just let me finish this well, bit." But think about it, I the drums is out, the bass you. is out as well. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. all programmed, shy. Like here's the thing, right? This is what I do like. I I, I I slagged Linkin Park for going down the minutes to midnight. route going, ah, oh, every single song is getting fucking, you know, uh, poppier and poppier. Mm. I I shouldn't have cared. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. I shouldn't have really care enough to even say that, but here and uh, but now looking back, I think okay, that was probably the right move because they got loads of money. They they have they fucking got families and shit like that. This is their job. Yeah. You should try and use your fucking purple patch. Uh, well, not the creative purple patch. That's long gone by then, yeah. to be honest with you. But you need to get that money rolling in. But I think by two thousand seventeen, releasing this, that's contrived and it's fucking greedy. Yes. And it's 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 completely out of touch and it's desperate. Yeah. That's really desperate. Because what they ha- by then, they would have surely had enough money to go, right, do you know what we could do now, lads? Whatever we wanted.
0: Yeah. Or knock
1: on we the head. Knock on the head. Or we can <laughs> actually, we, we don't have to like desperately get on our knees and crawl through what's fucking big on TikTok. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not that that was out then in 2017 or anything. But what I mean is, that seems like a, a really desperate attempt. Yeah. Not good. To, 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 to go to pop route. And they want to stay relevant with new fans. That's kind of real corporate. Yeah, or something. I don't know. There's something real dirty. I really wish they had a went, you know what? We are one of the richest bands in the world. Probably. Maybe they are. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But they're yeah. one of the there's rock plenty bands. Of money. Yeah. Up there with Nickelback with fucking money. Yeah. Do you know what we could do right now? Honestly, genuinely, whatever we want. Yeah. Just... With Lincoln Park, would... we could bring it back to something. I think what they did was they must have made some sort of pact where, as Lincoln Park, they had to do whatever was big at the time. Yes. So that's what they did.
0: Uh, it's I, the, yeah, I don't... It's I, I, no, no.
1: So nearly every song on that album, uh, One More Life in 2007, has like another
0: songwriter, so they weren't even writing them themselves. Yeah, they were just participants. Yeah, no good. No good. Uh, listen, folks, that was uh forget about me. Um do forget about loads of those. But you got you were given you're given the double whammy there. You were given a fucking a tickle in the balls with a good song and then a clatter across the chops with a terrible one. And oh, yeah. uh, so you get to choose which ones you listen to. I I'm pretty sure you'll do what we done as listen to about forty seconds of each song and go like, no. I'm yeah. going to have that next one. Uh, so yeah, that's like, it. We're, like, it, it seems a bit mean
1: spirited to shit on what people are doing now. Or we're allowed. Time, though. We're so what? so yeah. what? That's what
0: we're doing. That's what you like us doing. Can't all be big love. Sometimes it has to be <laughs> big shy. So, you know <laughs> what I mean? It, just, it has to happen. Yeah. Um, that's it. Uh, Christmas has come and gone, I believe. It has come and gone. Um, oh, In so cool. real life, as you listen to this. uh. In our world, it is not Christmas yet. We're trying to get ahead of things here. We're trying to be uh, professional and get stuff sorted ahead of time because it's crimbobulous and you you never know w- what what the crack is. Yeah, uh, especially with the way things are looking in in England with some sort of new COVID. So uh, listen, are the Brits at it again? The Brits are full on at it again. Dot IE, they're fucking at it, and uh, I hope I hope that this. They sort something out. I hope everyone sorts something out because I've a paying bollocks with this now. So, yeah. Uh,
1: So, like, we're trying to find one thing and then we're doing a new one. It's like, you know, when you're trying, you you, thought you beat a boss. And he goes, this is the, my not even my final yeah. form. Yeah, it's like oh, dealing. Yeah, yeah, we've got
0: <laughs> mink mink farm fucking COVID now. <laughs> Lovely, thanks. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, that's it. Uh, we're done. Um, pr- next one is probably probably a new year. I, I think next one will be out in the new year. I don't yeah. know. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out as we go. Uh, if you like what we do, you got the patreon.com forward slash Lost Art Podcast. That's a subscription based help system for us, and that's five euros a month, and you get access to lots of exclusive podcasts and videos and stuff like that. We plan on having. Uh, we're just going to do another kind of little listening party, but it's, just, it's Christmas. It's not fucking happening. We'll do it in the new year. Um, if you don't want to do a subscription, you've got to kofi.com forward slash lost art podcast. And that's uh, just tips. You just cross for your quid, whatever you think. Yeah, you're keeping it alive, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <You laughs> absolutely, you are. Um, all the links are there in the in the in the, the podcast feed, or else they're on our, our website, they're on the Lost they're on our Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, or, like if you think, if you think like, oh, what's the point in even giving three quid? That's not going to do it. We literally take all that money and put it into hosting. So literally, exactly. You you are feeding it. You're feeding yeah. that fucking. I had to pay the stuff. hosting bill last week, and I had to pay the dot com two weeks ago. It's, every week there's something. Yeah. Every week or something. And uh we do need your help because it's this is our job. So we need your yeah. we need just our help. And if you have no money, that's fine, because we don't have any money either. That's why we're asking for yours. Uh just share it out on your social media. And that's loads, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's, that's loads done. And uh big thumbs up, one thumb up the hole and one thumb in your face for being a good boy or girl. <laughs> so uh we will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Um I think it's going to be the new year. I, I don't. Know. I'm looking at. Let me open up my calendar here. Uh, it's it's definitely going to be the new year. We'll talk to you on the fourth of January, which is a couple of days before my birthday. Oh my God! Oh my God! Jesus! Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, we're gonna have to. We have to. We have to figure out. Um. The next two weeks, we'll figure all this out. So, yeah, that's it. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you very much for sticking with us. I hope you had a happy, merry, jolly Christmas or whatever. And uh, I hope New Year is... Listen, you're going to be at home for New Year's. ain't going anywhere. So um, drink drink a lot of cans and uh, send those weird messages. Keeps us occupied. Uh, Keeps us happy. Loads of weird messages, please. And uh, pictures of your pets. (laughs) is thank you see you in a week
1: good night see you take it easy